don't have much to breathe My heart's torn to pieces It's my offering South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show for our AMC's Preacher. I am Cameron, and I'm joined by Travis. Travis, how's it going, man? What's happening, Cam? Hey, you know, um, you know, so we talked a little bit over the last, you know, couple of days, um, and I just kind of felt like, you know, if we didn't talk about some things, we would be, I don't know, being untrue to the platform, as it were. You know, um, part of the reason. I think that, uh, you know, we exist, and not like we exist at somebody else's hand, but, you know, part of the thing that makes us unique in our analysis and our conversation and, you know, to a point, our vernacular and how we interact with our audience is that we are not your typical TV show, comic book podcast, all right? We are, you know, two two 30-something black guys talking about things that weren't necessarily built for us originally. And I think uh, that definitely resonates with our audience, you know, which is not to say there are definitely people who listen to us because they just like us, you know, as, you know, people we know who don't look like us or sound like us or live where we live or, you know, live like us, you know, that's not the end all be all. But I do think that, um, you know, and even if you look at uh, some people we talk to, some of our reviews like that resonates with people. The fact that somebody like them is talking about the things that they like. Um, you know, I I kind of separate my childhood into three different uh, three different eras. You know, um, I'm from Southern Maryland and I lived there till I was eight. Um, I lived in Wyoming for a couple of years, and then uh, I, you know, finished school and still have family and still go home to San Antonio from time to time. So, you know, the first eight years of my life, if I'm in a classroom, you know, this is 
preschool through third, third yeah, grade. third, fourth grade. Um, you know, if I if my classroom has thirty two people in it, thirty of them are black, and two of them are white. You know, um, I, I was gonna say what in two Puerto Rican or something. Well, yeah, I mean it's and then when I went to I went to a magnet school uh, before I left, and it was yeah. It was 20, 32 kids, 29 were black, one was a Puerto Rican kid, and two were white. You know? Um, I know them demographics. Yeah, so, yeah, and you're familiar with those. <laughs> so, you know, I moved to uh, to Wyoming, and it flips. I'm the black kid in class. It's just me at that point, you know, depending on what class I am. Except, <laughs> except those one or two or three white and Puerto Rican kids had an entire neighborhood and community and history to go yeah. home to, or at least a giant city, oh, giant, a, a big enough city yeah. to, to find some folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. Not, uh, not so much, not so much, yeah, not so much, you know, and it was a case where my parents are military, so I didn't live on a military base this time though. So, you know, we're living in the city with the city's demographic. Which is mostly white people, you know. You go the further the further north you get, and not northeast, but you know, middle America. Further north you get, that's kind of how it is. Um, and then you know, living in San Antonio, it's predominantly Hispanic, so it flips again. If you have a classroom with, you know, thirty kids, uh, twenty-two of them are Hispanic, you know, and then you got your, you know five white kids and then you're two or three black kids like it's just you know it's what it is and so you know it's it's three very different experiences um in 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 18 years yeah 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 an 18 year period um you know what's what's expected from you what's thought of you the games you play um when you're picked to play those games you know um how you're treated in academics how you're treated in sports like it's all different um and, and so you know, me having very different experiences, you know, um, I go off to college and, you know, I go to the biggest public school in the state. So we're talking 45, 50,000 kids. Okay. But 1% of your school is black. So, you know, it's because when, and this is including athletes. At, I mean, that is know, Exactly. Exactly. One percent of the school when I got there was was black. So I'm the culture shock is not only am I like back in a predominantly white environment, I'm dealing with white people who have never met black people. Because they're coming from West Texas and East Texas and different states to come to school here. So they've Someone literally, yeah, outside of television, there are people who've never seen a black person. And they know black people from what they see on TV, what they hear on the radio, what they see in movies. So, you know, I I don't know if I ever told you this, and I take this very personally. When you move around, you know, Austin, like um, – because if you're a student, you get to ride all the buses for free. People wouldn't sit next to me on the bus. Damn. Yeah. People wouldn't sit next to me on the bus. 
Like I can recall like time and time again, that seat would just be open. And, you know, you don't, you don't think about it at first, but then you start to wonder what's different about you than everybody else. You know, um, I don't understand. I don't just, you just stay with like your book bag and like, yeah. you know, your headphones, your earphones yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, According to people I know, I'm I'm not super hard on the eyes, so it was weird for me. It was strange. Like, what am I doing wrong? Um, you know, I can recall conversations with people, like, you know, when I was in college was when Lil John was big and Usher and Luda, you know, everybody's doing the A Town Stomp, and having conversations with like non-black people about Atlanta. And they just assumed that that's what Atlanta was. Like, it was a Lil Jon video. <laughs> I'm saying, but it's like, like, whatever you listen, you know, like, I'm just trying to, like, what's the, and it's a terrible thing, but what's the white equivalent? You know, like, the white I don't assume, like something I listen to. Well, yeah, like, know, I, I don't assume your life is friends. Like, why would I assume no, that? No, no, no. I just mean like extravagant, over the top. Like your your life isn't a kid rock video or a yeah. friggin', you know, or 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 a, a Travis Tritt video. It's or a, I understand it. Yeah, that's not that's not what it is. So so why would you think? you know? So this is you know this is this is childhood to uh to young adulthood. All right. So you know, and, and Trav, you're, you're a couple of years older than me. But, you know, we lived through Rodney King and OJ and later on, you know, your Trayvon Martins and your Mike Browns. Like we we lived this. And so, you know, we've gotten to see people's responses to. Boy, have we. Yeah, we've gotten to see people's responses to, you know, things that for a long time we've had to internalize. And. You know, we we get to, you know, today and the last week and the last year, you know, and it's difficult because when Mike Brown was killed, I stopped writing. Like, I couldn't do it. Right. I couldn't put fingers to the keyboard and talk about things that made me happy or things that made me sad because there was this callousness that existed with people that I couldn't deal with without lashing out. And, you know, it's hard for me when I post that picture of uh, the meme Josh made of me from Everest, right? Yeah. And like 250 people are just getting a, a kick out of it on Facebook. It's just mm-hmm. the wildest thing. Yeah. But you post some positive black shit and those half those people disappear because they don't want to be bothered with it. Totally. Like, oh, black stuff. And what's crazy is these are people I've known because, again, I've moved around a whole lot. So if you're friends with me on Facebook you've probably known me sometime between the time I was 12 and the time I was 
you know, and now, for the most part, between 12 and 18. So you grew up with me. We grew up maybe on the same block, maybe in the same neighborhood, definitely at the same school, certainly in the same city, 100% in the same state, like we just did. You know, outside of the Travises and the Dre's and the Josh's and the Shahid's and the Steve's, you know, we all pretty much, you know, grew up like that. So when when we put something out there like like Black Lives Matter, and not only is it not understood, but the response is, well, that's racist. Or one of the responses. Well, I mean, let's let's take it from take it from the beginning, and then let's let's build on it. So the immediate response is that, like, how can you say that? And it's like, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you think, which is a which is a fake, disingenuous response. Well, it's it's super because fake the, because because the same people would would turn around and say blue lives matter, understanding. Well, yeah, and means. I and this is the thing. I didn't even want to get there yet, but right. we're, we're coming that way. Sure. But when when I say that, and your response is that's racist, like, unless you choose not to know, unless you choose to ignore it, black people are marginalized in this country. It's just true. Yeah, it's not a no thing. It's a it's a it's it's, a, it's an oh because 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 let's tie this to what we do, Travis. Let's talk Riri Williams for a second. Mm. Okay? So, if unless you've been living under a rock, the new Iron Man is a 15-year-old black girl. Alright? Like, that's, that's what she is. And between her, between Kamala Khan, between Miles Morales, the response Sam, that you Sam get... Wilson. My man Sam Wilson. The response that you get is I hate that Marvel feels like they have to be PC or or gimmicks. They're or gimmicks. On gimmicks, and that 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 ties in with the wrestling thing. Like you know, Michael Hayes, P, P.S. Hayes. He, if you're black, that's already a gimmick. Yeah. And if you say I want to do this and this and this, and like too many gimmicks, you're like, what? That's only two things. Oh no no no, but you're black as well. It's yeah. like that's a real thing. Something that he would say to your face with not a hint of sarcasm or you know anything it's just that's just that that's how it is it's a gimmick we have to use your and to be fair in wwe specifically unless you're white anglo-american you know you're going to get you're going to get a gimmick tied to where your grandparents are from (laughs) uh uh, cesaro you know if you're not american white you're lucha dragons you know even if you're european white so i don't want to like yeah like yeah there's there's levels to it but if if the idea that a person of color is in all of a sudden, you know, a position of power or strength or hipness or just importance. And a certain kind of power, Cam, because people, you know, there's gangsters are in power. They yeah. have a certain amount of power. They got a bunch of guns and, you know, goons that do stuff for them and women and cars and houses. Uh but they're scumbags and they're criminals. Yeah. I mean, that's you know that <laughs> that's if, a that's a power. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, sure, you can have that. Power. If you're in a position of power yeah. that has been held 
for an extended period of time by a white man, you're deemed PC or a gimmick or a trick. And if you are listening to this and you don't see the issue with that, you're a piece of shit. I I can't dance around that. Now, this is not me saying that it's never happened. This is not me saying that that's not something that somebody would be put up to. But if that's your immediate response, you're a piece of shit. And I don't feel bad calling you that. Like, Travis Bryant and Cameron Hawkins and, you know, the little Travises and Camerons of the world deserve to have characters they can look up to. They deserve it. It's more than, to me, a deserve or whatever the opposite of that would be. Or don't deserve it. It's a, this is, when I look out my window, when I turn on the TV, when I, when I, in, when I uh, ingest media all, of all types, for the, um, for the most part, more, let's just stick with when I look out my window, because then we get off on it. But when I look out my window, then that's the world. There's people, and they are all different types. So why shouldn't every other aspect of things be what, you know, we don't live in. If you're in Sweden and you're, like, talking about how you want, you know, your, your Senegalese this represented and, you know, where my Senegalese heroes on Swedish TV, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, pal, but that's not, you know, that's, that's, it's obvious why that's not a priority, let's say, but, and I'm really going, I don't know if that's yeah, no. an example, and, but, but yeah, well, no, I don't let's know. say this though, like, sure. I, okay, we, we both really, really enjoyed Captain America Civil War. I loved it. I think it's the best comic book movie ever. Like, I genuinely think that. Okay? But, when we both think that the kid playing Spider-Man was fantastic. I thought he was just great. And now, talking about Miles Morales, in 20, you know, in 19 whenever, whenever Spider-Man debuted, okay, a 15-year-old kid from Queens, New York, looked like Peter Parker. He did. In 2016, a 15-year-old kid from Queens does not like, look like Peter like Parker. Miles. He looks like Miles fucking Morales. Statistically, like the chances are, yes. Yeah. If if you if you if somebody uh, makes you play a dizzy baseball bat game, you got to lean down on the bat and spin around 15 times. And when you get your balance, your point, you're facing somebody. It's fucking Miles Morales. It it is. Yeah. And. Yeah, and if you have a problem with that, you're a piece of shit. Like, like first off, are you even in Queens if you have a problem with that is my question. So, guys, I could and I want to say a whole bunch more. Um, you know, my goal is not to drag anybody down, but like you have to understand, you know, the American experience is not one experience. If it was, you know, things would be a lot different for a lot of people, okay? And if you deny that 
people are treated differently in this country by the way that they look, the way that they dress, and who they choose to love and who they choose to worship, you're a piece of shit. All right? Not even a question. All right, I'm done calling the audience a piece of shit. I think. <laughs> yeah, I can't make those promises. All right, and uh, all right, so enough of me bashing the audience. Um, let's get to this week's preacher, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, last week, you know, we talked about that probably being their strongest episode. You know, period. Um, just had so many elements of things they've already done right. Um, and it just like kind of all came together really solidly. And then this week they hit us with maybe not a better episode, but definitely another Pantheon episode, and for totally different reasons. Yeah, it, or I mean, even if to at least like the 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 strongest follow up you could have to yeah. a Pantheon episode. Yeah, my man Flo was like, he's like, Cam, you watch Preacher already? I was like, yeah. And he was like, yo, it was a slow episode, but in a great way. I was like, yes, yes, it was like it was like the pacing was totally different and actions, quote unquote, didn't happen a whole lot. But, man, if there wasn't like so much character development, so much exposition and so many of those good, awkward moments that I love in modern comedies that also function well. Like, I don't know how well they function on dramatic TV shows, but they function well in dramatic movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, just. You could cut the tension with whatever object Tulip uses to kill people with. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And so, um, yeah, um, this week's episode entitled He Gone. Now, that's, whoa, if that's not fair on multiple levels. So we open back up with the program floating to the ground. Uh, and if you guys are still catching up on last week, um, Eugene was basically telling Jesse how he was being an arrogant piece of trash. And Jesse got frustrated and said, you go to hell, Eugene. And Eugene probably actually was sent to hell. I don't think there's any probably about it. Yeah. I hope hell's like a bar on the other side of town. <laughs> but I don't think uh, my hope's going to carry much weight here. Yeah, I think they're going to do something like. Well, no, in the comics, he legit goes to hell. Yeah, but the the icon the icon iconography that version of hell with the pitchforks and the fire and the red guy and the tights, right? Like that. No, yeah, yeah, he goes to hell, hell. Right. Okay. So they're not. They don't even try to be cute with it. Mm-mm. And it's in a different, definitely a different context, like how it works. But yeah, he's uh, ooh. and then right, I'm just saying Eugene's not in some place where he's constantly. And we get to this, it's revealed later, uh, asking out, what's her face, Tracy Loesch? No, 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 he's not in, Damn. he's not in pretty, pretty psychological movie hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like when, um, I, I love Treehouse of Horror when Homer goes to hell, and he just has to keep eating donuts, and he wins. Like the devil keeps giving him donuts, he's like, nah, I got it. Do you watch Futurama? Uh, I, I watched the, I had never, I didn't watch any of the, uh, the ones from the last three or four years. I love the robot devil in Robot Hell. He's hilarious to me. With stupid hands, isn't it? <laughs> With the yeah, when he traded the hands, it's so good. It gives him a fry. So what we see is, you know, as we, you know, uh, pan off on Jesse walking outside, Cassidy was upstairs the whole time. I let out um, the biggest well, gasp. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh. and he's just trying to make sense. He's like, what did I just see? 
I think just the the the, the interaction between Jesse and that pamphlet that that he that he dropped. I mean, yeah. literally every little thing meant something. It's just so well shot. There was yeah. no wasted. There was no wasted movement. You know, like in a wrestling match, it was just like this was just psychologically sound and and very well executed in ring. And so, you know, as we uh, as the scene shifts, like it doesn't move places, but church is full. And of course, Tulip is in there, you know, bored. But we have everybody, you know, gathering in. People um, outside. Yeah. And then, of course, they show the seat empty next to the sheriff with his hat on the seat waiting for Eugene. And I think their relationship is so interesting because even though he feels, you know, that crazy feeling toward him, like it's still his son and he still loves him and just cares for him so much. Were you, um, and we'll get to it. Oh, and it's so many people, some have to sit outside so they can hear that message. Yeah, so I say, yep, some people are outside. It's packed. And they're all hanging on Jesse's every word here. Um, and, you know, as he begins to talk, were you ready for the reveal of what Eugene actually did? Is that about how you saw it? No. I, yeah. I did not, I mean, I didn't think it was as blatant as it, as it turned out to be. Like, oh. Screw you, Jane. Yeah, because again, it is it is murderer, attempted murderer. Yeah, it is suicide. Um, he was trying to pull the murder suicide. Well, no, no, I mean in the comics, I mean, you know, it was uh, it was a suicide thing. Um, from being disappointed at you know what happened to his dad. Um, and then he survives it and swears revenge. But they, oh, they went there with this one. They they really swung. My goodness. Yeah, and again, I, like I, 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 I wasn't a, a, a fan of again because it just makes, and that could be just. You know, that's what they want you to feel. And, I mean, I think how that kind of plays out is, you know, real forgiveness. Because Jesse even, you know, they have that conversation about him not being a saint. About Eugene not being a saint. So, yeah, the sheriff's just looking around for him. And Tulip, with cigarette in her mouth, starts to fold up the chairs. I thought that was interesting. Because yeah, she's trying to win her man. She is like, I'm like, oh, she's like sticking with it. <laughs> like here she is, and she sat through the whole sermon, and then and, you know I assume didn't interrupt, and and you know be be a jerk, and then at the end of the thing she's folding up chairs, and yeah, I thought she was at least faking the funk real real well, yeah, not getting noticed at all, like uh-huh. or at least maybe being ignored. Yeah, and we seem to zoom to maybe the exact spot where Eugene was there. And then, I don't know if your captions say demonic Demonic voices, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can hear them. Now, let me ask you, uh, wrestling fan to wrestling fan, is demonic voices actually the sound of that guy from the Warriors banging the bottles together? I don't understand. Oh, because, you know, liquor bottles are glass. And demons. No? You're not having it? Okay. Well, no, you're, I mean, Travis, like, your whole platform is that you hate when they say a wrestler had demons. It's like, no, he had a drug or problem or an alcohol problem. Okay. There we go. And so, yeah, of course, um, we cut to your man King Cannon's uh, Alamo recreation. And, uh, you know, of course, guy hanging from tree has to be the first one. And, boy, is it detailed. I always find it fascinating, the guys that use the... Uh, the little magnifying glasses to draw their uh, painter. Yeah. On or... 
how to get the, you know, I gotta paint the bow of the shoelace. Like, Son of a bitch. Like I told or, you, man, uh, or worse, I gotta st- stitch in those shoes, this tiny little lace. Yeah. And, you know, he's staring out the window, and he's just, and he's listening to cow. Listening to cow murder. Yeah, listening to slaughter. Yeah, I joke that um, at Tim Duncan's retirement party, there are going to be like six Warhammer 40K uh, models fully painted just sitting off to the side. It's a Warhammer. Um, a tabletop RPG. Oh. And so that's like the Warhammer, like the big mech figures. Yeah, you, you'd know it if you saw it. They're pretty cool. I, I never got into Mech is just big giant robots. Yeah, but Warhammer's more like guys in big costumes, like guys in like the exosuits. In the suit, yeah, that's right. Now I want to watch an Exo Squad episode. Did you watch Ronin Warriors? A little bit. Yeah. Back in '95. Way back in '94. Tupac, Chappelle show. Okay, so we're outside of the school, and of course they flash to uh, it's Baby Jesse and Baby Tulip. And Tulip has, uh, like, uh, you know, blood on her face a little bit, like a scratch. And uh, John Custer's in there talking to, uh, and talking to, oh, and it says principal's office. I love it. Like, they had. Like, that's they, a place. Yeah. Like it's Texas or Rainbow. Yeah. And, I mean, what's funny is, you know, when you're, you know, eight years old, however old they are, it's oh, definitely a place. It is a place. That's, a, <laughs> that's marked on the map. Principal's office in 1881. And. Houston. And so the principal walks out, you know, the principal with his fly sweater vest. And you're just, he's like, I didn't mean for it to get out of hand. You always said it's right to stand up to bullies. And these two kids beat the crap out of three other kids. And yo! And it seems like most of the damage was done by two. Yeah, and yo! Who lost the nipple, Travis? One of the young boys. Well, what's his name? Donnie, Johnny, Sh- Johnny, Donnie Shank lost a nipple. Who's Donnie Shank? King Cannon's number two. <laughs> yep. Ah, ah nice. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Thank you for pointing that out. So you got to remember, like, it probably didn't have a whole lot to do with it, but he wasn't afraid of Jesse. But... When he saw Tulip at the uh, at the gas station after Jesse got to him, he just kind of, hey, yeah. So yeah. Tulip might have been giving him the business forever. Oh, yep. yeah, you bite the guy's <laughs> nipple off? He's yours for the rest of grade school. Ooh, yeah. And, yo, so he's like, Jesse, you can go. <laughs> and, yo, uh, so, you know, John's like, okay, you can go with him. And he's like, what about Tulip? Tulip, where's your mother? Jail. Tulip, where's your uncle? Drunk. Drunk. Yeah. And John's like, eh, I guess. He takes her yeah, with him. What a swell, what a swell guy. Yeah. And then uh, Jesse's, you know, praying. Thank you. Thank you for church. Uh, thank you for dinner. Please help me pass this test next week. Take care of my mom wherever she is. Good question. Where's mama? And he said, thanks for the lesson today. I'm trying really, really hard not to be so bad. I can tell... If it was just the way it was shot, but and I think I got my answer later. But this th- dad wasn't he couldn't hear his prayers, could he? No, he's in a okay. different room because he's outside in the room and then Tulip sleeping on the couch. Right, right, right. And I think again later when he went up there talking that hot mess, it was answered. But yeah. 
Yep, so, and she's knocked out. She ain't in the next scene. No, 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 no. She she is not, sir. She is not. Oh, and she was, oh, I just want to point out, she was super fine this episode. Oh, yeah. And, yo, she's running down the street. Look at them calves. <laughs> yeah, boy. And she's moving, and she's really running. Yo, she's, no shoes she's on, hopping fences. Parkour with her shoes in, her, in one hand. Mm-hmm. Hops over the over the car, over the fence, bust the fence open, and then hops clean over uh, off the doghouse. And, yo, she gets there to the car, and she's like, oh, wait, I'm faster than these kids are on a bike. Well, she took mad duckies and, and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> cuts. And, yo, so she's the kids coming around the corner, waits for it, waits for it, and snatches that man clean off his bike. And he wasn't any worse for the wear. He just yeah, he was, he was like, yeah, you're right. I messed up. And she wasn't even like, she wasn't trying to beat that little kid up. She was like, yeah. And she, oh, now her heels are back on, of course. And she <laughs> turns her car engine on, so she must have saw it happening as she was driving up. And her uncle is done no, on... this is absurd. Like, come yeah. on. You know what this, I do like, though? Does like, this happen? Like, it was they like had to beer cans around, like... Yeah. They had the wherewithal to actually have one of his socks halfway off. I think that's yeah. A- I thought something. I, I thought it was a flip flop or something. Yeah. But okay, yeah, it's a sock. Yeah, and he's done. I don't think we'll ever hear him talk. He is. Na- a- and the neighbors are just yo. I mean, like, probably like they rightfully so. Him, is- but they've never seen him drunk on the street. Why are you yeah. mad? He's been a drunk since she was a child. And like, it's not even you know, a black lady pushing her kid. It's like yo. I can't believe this dude drives by and he's like, oh, no, not even him. The lady on the porch staring right at her with her hand on her hip. And then the dumbass mascot. Yo, the mascot shaking his hand like, come on. Like you're a mascot. Uh, And taking your job way too serious. Yo, he he shook his head. (laughs) He's walking his little dog. Oh. Yeah, she just smoked a cigarette and sat there with him. Mm. Got to be a hard thing to go through. Got to be a hard thing to still be going through. Yeah, because, I mean, she's at least, we're going to say 30 now at the very least. So, yeah. 20 years of your life dealing with that. And, yo, um, yeah, so him and Emily are actually talking about, and guys, think yeah, now we're, we know her name's Emily now. It's been too many episodes. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I talk about how big the sermon was, and she is not impressed. Not at all, and 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 she doesn't ever. Ex- I, I don't understand. I mean, I understand it, but she has no reason besides an innate. It's, it's interesting. Like she, she, I think she appreciate appreciates the struggle. I think the success came too fast, and so she doesn't feel like it was earned. Um, because you know they were struggling, and then they weren't. Uh, but yo, they flash to Eugene's room and it's just so empty. And the you see the paint job though. Yeah, because they painted over the uh, yeah. Kind of had to do that. All right. Have you have you watched Mr. Robot at all? No. Boy, that's a good show. Um, I'm only like four episodes through, but it's just and new season starts tomorrow. I'm not gonna catch it, but it's so good. So, yeah, so Jesse's in the kitchen drinking water out the sink. I don't recommend doing that in Texas. Um, um, yeah, so 
Okay. So we get yeah, just so you know. <laughs> get a reference. Um, yeah, Cassidy's like, uh, what do you say? Corleone family wedding day busy. That's a good busy to be. And he's like, we're trying to break the ice. We're starting to hate everybody. So how's it going? It's good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. And I just, like, I figured he wasn't going to say it. And he's like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm still good. You just asked me. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Well, see, I, I think what's up with you seems like uh, the more interesting question here, don't you think? He's like, dog, just tell me, dog. He said, I'm stuck in a weird conversation with you. Yeah. Fortunately, I got Bible study coming up. So unless you figure what it is you want to talk about, hey, I saw, okay? I saw it. And what do you mean? Jesse! Oh, uh, with, the, with the, arse, the arsey-faced kid. Yeah. yeah. We're best mates here. Come on. He's really like, uh... Yeah. He said, oh. Jesse, he looks at him like, are you serious? Oh. He said, we'll figure something out. He's like, I just, you gotta keep it real with me. I need to know what I can do to help. And he's like, oh, I saw what you did to him. And Jesse's just, oh, how can you like this guy this episode? And you know, Emily's standing there as it's happening. I don't like anybody. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I guess Tulu's okay, but. I mean, I, I like Cassidy. I think Cassidy was fine. Like, he's like, oh, like, because Cassidy's been through it. He's seen some crazy things. Cassidy he's, and his feelings. He's all the. Uh, on any seizure, she's paying no attention to him. Right. He's just like... You were a, a, a means to an end, sir. And she's, and she's all the way fine right now. Like you said, like she's super fine, so ain't nothing he can do. He said, so we finna go get Pedro and Carlos. I mean, we're still doing that, so let's do it. Yeah, and yeah, then he starts mocking her groceries. You know, because no, he's all, you know, he's basically, you know... You're, yeah. Carrot sticks and a frozen vegetable medley. Why not? Oh, and it's, you know, this is classic uh, 80s girl I love, loves guy who will never love her the way I will. And why is she working so hard to be with him when she wouldn't have to do anything to be with me? It's a hard life. He said, yeah, I, I, I didn't say anything to Jesse. He'd probably kill you. He's like, I'm his best friend. He's like, I'm his girlfriend. She's like, if he's your, if he's your, if he was girlfriend, then why did you? And he don't want to say it. Like you said, he said, make make love. Right? And she's not even with it. Make love. She laughed in his face at the idea. Oh. And he think, like he's trying to still man up. He's like, yo, we talk a lot. It's just you know. He says, so you're welcome. You're not saying nothing. And yo, she blasted him. Then you tell him everything. You tell him what you are. He said, absolutely. And again, we kind of talked about this early. He told him, but he didn't tell him. He told him when he was stone cold drunk and in a way that he's not going to honor the conversation necessarily. And she broke his uh, spirit ball. She broke his whole like, she, he can't lie to her. Yeah. She's like, why'd you tell him nine times? Like, yeah. Why did you tell him once? <laughs> not really. Oh, you didn't tell him once. Not really. And you know why. And I didn't even put this together at the time because he wouldn't be okay with it. Which I didn't understand. Like, well, and you know, oh, she and she's—it's coming from because she doesn't know what he's. Uh, what well, no, not even that. I think, regardless of that, 
I think that she understands that, you know, Jesse sees that as evil just because that's what it's always yeah, been. Because, but oh, oh, because his dad. Like that's what she's relating to, because his dad was as good as he was. He was still begrudgingly good, and we've seen Jesse make very little time for the people really in need. Like first episode, your man with his mom problem, get away from me. Like he didn't young, want young Peter Pan. You mean? No, 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 not young Peter Pan. Oh, uh, Ted, Ted. Yeah, Ted, yeah. He's like, hey, get out of here. Uh, and then, you know, pedophile homeboy. I'm going to go kick his ass. And uh, Eugene, you know, um, so if, if a pedophile is bad, how bad is a vampire? Like, well, it's, it's automatically not of God if you're a preacher in West Texas, I think. Well, it's, I, I, I think that's unfair to vampires. I know I, I'm not saying it. It's not unfair to vampires. Jesse's clearly unfair to vampires. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about his interpretation of the situation. And so I'm yeah, saying, I don't think pedophile and a vampire have anything to do. I think the- neither do I. Again, I I don't. I I think Jesse's just shown that he'd rather deal with the easy problems, the problems from people like him. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But no, ped- listen, vampires. Okay, I'm certainly not lumping you in with pedophiles. You guys are okay with me. We'll have a nice rare steak together. <laughs> right. So, well, what is going on here in the opening? Oh, Jesse and Tula wrestling, of course. Yeah. And she's giving him that work. Yep. She stand it or, or, or seated switch. Put him yep. In the half the half Nelson made him tent basically. Yep. Oh, well, he's he like, what are you doing? Day. Yeah, he's like, we did our homework. Finish my geometry on the bus. He tulip. Yes, sir. Good. That would have never been an acceptable answer. I finished my whatever on the bus. Like, yeah, like, let me like, see it. Why would you no, 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 put no. on the bus? Yeah, like on a bouncing bus with kids yeah. screaming and stuff. Like, yeah, no. Do and she again. still has that same bruise on her face. Um, And yeah, washing these dishes. Oh, cute kids. They're just like, yeah, we're, we're going to be yeah, all proper like. Oh, you see that chair at the bar stool with all the uh, I said, yeah, my my grandfather used to have those in his uh at his bar as a matter of fact. All right, so two Yeah, those 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 that nope. that those dots things yeah. that were pretty popular in the late like late 70s or mm-hmm. We had a bunch of red ones around his bar. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so Tulip hears John talking. Um, basically, Tulip, you're getting shipped off to a foster home. She's stubborn, strong-willed. Mm-hmm. How they on welfare when her mama was home? That's a lot for anybody. It's a cold game. Home. Yep, and yo, Jesse has the um the little the little bar game with the uh with the pegs. I don't know to, that. I'm looking at it, but I don't know. What well, you don't remember that? So it's a triangle, and all those little pegs in the board, basically, it's like checkers. You can jump over each one. When you jump over one, you take it off the board, and you have to get down to one, basically. It's really fun. Uh, we used to have that. I used to have it at my parents' house, matter of fact. I wonder where they got that from. But yeah. So two of trying to wake Jesse up. Hey, you asleep? Girl, you know he asleep. Just like women be doing. Hey, 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 you asleep? Or sometimes you got to wake them up when, you know, 
you need to talk to him for a minute. Shake him a little bit. No. Turn the light on real quick and then flash it off and then jump back in the bed. So I've heard. I've never, you know. But yeah, yeah, she should, I, I, she assume, I assume talk to him, man. No, it. I, I, then while you lay there. That's exactly what it means. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's exactly what it means. Okay, okay, okay. Talk, let me talk to you real quick. Go ahead. Do <laughs> it. Just do it already. But yeah, he's trying to talk. And she's like, yo, I'm not trying to talk. And she's so nervous. Tulip is dreading foster care. I mean, as she should. Yeah. I mean, look what they pull up in. Yep. In the, um... That that's what Clark Griswold had before he got married. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, which is probably I mean, this is like at this point probably the eighth nicest car in town, if we're being real. Yeah, but, you know exactly <laughs> where this scene is going. I mean it wasn't yep. even Oh yeah, no. No, we're getting we're getting snatched away. And then I thought she I don't wanna say uncharacteristically because we're seeing her as a you know, thirty year old woman. This is what made her. Huh. But she was calm, and I thought he was. He's very nervous. As 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 aggressive as he was, you know, open a goddamn door, punching on the window, and running Tula, after. Tula took the L. Yeah, he's just not. I, I thought. I, I just thought. Well, if you're going to go that far, you gotta. Like you're trying, but you're not. Like they. Like you need to have your dad. Like in that situation. Somebody would have had to help that. He's 10, 12. He's Open powerful the goddamn to, door. To, to have not let those ladies put her in there. Yep. And I, I just think that should have been. just seen you whoop a bunch of kids' ass, apparently. Yeah, I think that should Again, she she did most of it. But yeah. I think that should have been more, way more physical. Yeah. And then if you don't do that, I thought his reaction to his dad again it was good it was strong it was it's, you know defiant as he's probably going to get with his dad at this you know he was mad at that boy this relationship but again like me i'm always like mm, could have been stronger mm-hmm. you he's know like you could have said all that go to hell and stuff to his face no nah, you got to get god on him no i'm well yeah i'm saying you could have threatened them and pray to god to, to kill you and blah, blah you know like say that let him know but Yeah, and he's just, he's looking at him like, and yo, he's pissed at his dad, and just pops right by him. Got no words for you, dog. And even back then, the church was old, paint was all jacked up. Church been washed. So again, it's that scene from the beginning of him getting down on each knee, kind of in slow motion. Dear God, please take care of Tulip wherever she is. He said, and please, please. Kill my dad. Jeez. And send him straight, straight to hell. And send him straight to hell. Oh. Yo, and then we see like this church scene. Travis, I've been in a number of church plays. They're absolutely never fun. And then, uh, yeah, I, the, the the post, the, the 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 reviewer of sorts by by preacher didn't go where I thought it was going to go. Like, well, no, that's what you want, Trev. You love the Old Testament. No, totally. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I thought he was going to go, we're going to do this play about, you know, brimstone and murder, and you're, we're talking about, you know, 
murdering all these people in uh, in in Gamora. And uh, <laughs> yo, Shotty, um, Shotty but then he went he went the other way with it. Like, oh, why are y'all so happy with it? That should be even bloodier and grosser and darker. Shotty in the uh, in the jeans has some clean Nike trainers on. I don't know if you can tell. Him. <laughs> right there with the with the binder, those are clean. And he said, "Yo, I think they should be more scared." With a straight face, he said, "An inferno at your back, consuming yeah. every man, woman, child in his path." And you're smiling. And old head was like, "Whoop!" You know, took that smile right off. His face. See, he said, "Well, you got a point." I mean, the world's ending, and the the girl behind him is like, "This boy crazy." Yeah. Otherwise, who gives a shit? Gotta love Texas. Emily's like, oh, okay. She's so in love, and she also can't stand him. It's a cold game. Like, I just love, I think her character is so fascinating. Like, she wants, God, her dress. And your boy popped in. Well, I mean, you that dress, the reason she's wearing that dress is she, she can get them big-ass panties off faster. Yeah. Gotta make room for those. Um, so yeah, King Cannon wants to talk. He's like, right. And you know, little the little king is sitting there with his uh, with his cotton ball uh, beard. And King Cannon said, "Yo, I finished the model." He's like, yeah. Topped off the south wall, placed the last of Santa Ana's men. So well, I'm impressed. He explains why we didn't see you in church this morning. He looks at him. He's like, yeah, well, I've uh, I've been busy. And then it's awkward. Silence just for a second there, and they're still out there. Like I don't know if you see in the glass, they are still practicing the play. Out there practicing. Yeah, Emily's yeah. like, yeah. And he's telling them about this uh, this slaughterhouse processed five million head of cattle last year alone. That's a lot of cattle. Holy five million head is is how many how many a month? Four hundred sixty thousand. So that's oh, yeah a hundred thousand plus a week. It's a lot of cows. I'm trying to get it down to this. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, so that's like, hundred thousand. Like so that's like a minute. Yeah, fifteen. Uh, around fifteen thousand a day. And you, they don't go twenty four hours cooking. And so he's like, yeah, that's cool. And then he tells them like, you see how how slow business has gotten over the years. He said we don't need we don't even do in a in a year what what we used to do in a month. Yeah. And he said, I've done a terrible thing, preacher. Go on. And you think he's going to tell him, I shot up the whole Austin squad. And he told him, when I inherited King Cannon Meeting Power from my father, he said, we're the largest packing plant in Texas. And like you said, like, it really dwindled. He said, yeah, we don't do in a year. We used to do in a month. And what my granddaddy did in a week. Ooh, neglecting my birthright. People don't eat red meat like that no more, bro. I'm eating turkey burgers tonight. He says, I let my family down. And he said, well, with God, it's, you know, it's never too late to make things right. And he can't, no, he's like, yeah, he's like, I couldn't agree more. See how this is, sh- oh, wait, maybe you have to get to it. But the way this was shot, like, with the, especially with Preacher's face, just in complete, like, darkness. Yeah. And then Ken Cannon's having, like, the, the light shining in on him. Yeah, like, what? Because again, because he's saying, like, I'm sorry you need a pen, but again, like, it makes you wonder what the interpretation was of what Jesse told him. And he said, you know. Who's God in his mind? Yeah. His dad, his legacy, his family. Yeah. Ken Cannon's name is God, so he serves. Because it seems like that's that's what he's 
Yeah. But that's what he was about before in a lazy, outdated way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm... And he tells him he saw wrong. Like, is his is his idea, does God have a greater purpose for him and his interpretation? And he tells him made an agreement. I was, I was glad and surprised he didn't try some to do it again. Ass, double down and, yep. yeah. I was like, oh, way to show restraint, dumbass. Yep. You know, you... <laughs> Like, today is not the day. And so, yeah, Kincannon's like, yo, you're going to sign this. And, yo, Kincannon rips up the paper. Like, that was your, that was your chance. Yep. Yeah. And he looks back at him. So, what was, okay, explain to me the bet. Like, the bet was. No, he said, um, like, I'll basically. Bet. Yeah, so if I don't. So, basically, Kincannon's saying, well, I'm not a Christian, so. Yeah. So. Uh, I came to ch- the bet was twofold. Come to Christian, you'll leave a ch- you'll leave a Christian, uh, you'll leave a Christian, church and leave a Christian, uh-huh. or or you can have the, you know the church in the land. Yeah. Well, he came and then he had the whole big. That's what he's saying. I saw it. Everybody saw it. And he's like, uh, yeah, no. And I was just like, oh, so your dumbass power not only like doesn't. I, 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 I'm, I'm back to not understand. I guess I never really yeah. did. I mean, they're gonna explain it. I'm sure exactly what the words meant to him. But he's talking about, uh, you know, uh, toward the end, William Travis wrote a letter, which is fun because, of course, it, it's the Alamo, and I grew up in San Antonio, and now that I live in Austin, I live in Travis County. So this is all just, uh, yeah, this is uh, my life kind of through and through. The Lake Travis, even. Yeah, Lake Travis, because yeah, Austin's in Travis County, but then like we were at Lake Travis weekend before last. Somebody decided to name you Travis. It's all intertwined. <laughs> but yeah, you know, wait. Uh, I think Lamar was the other option. Oh, Lamar, yeah. oh South, yeah, living. Oh, Lamar, and of course, like South Lamar is right by South Congress. It's all fun. Like, no, Lamar, like you were talking about living in North Lamar, North Lamar runs to South Lamar. They basically run through one edge of Austin to the other, parallel to 35. It's pretty cool. wonder where I'd be if my name was Lamar. Well, my name was going to be Dexter, so that was going to be a rough one. Boy, did you dodge uh... Mm-hmm. Well, you well, it's like, do you have a nerdy name or, or, or a unisex name? Yeah, yeah. So... Could have been a cold, a cold game. I think you 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 won out. Um, see, William Travis wrote a letter, and he said, uh, "One one of them cold nights behind the garrison walls. When I was a boy, I kept a, a copy folded under my pillow, and then I have answered the demand with a cannon shot. I shall never surrender or retreat." And then preacher says, "Victory or death." So yeah, they uh, you know that out there. You're familiar with uh, with Texas history. Right, and uh, yeah, so he walks out, and Breach is kind of left to his own thoughts there. Ugh. And I I was not ready for what was going to happen at the end of this. At the end of what? The... No, I'm at the end of the episode there. At the episode, okay. Yeah, yeah Emily jumping outside, and then Cassidy sitting right there by the, uh, by the church. I love how he's just right under the ray. Uh huh. Just in case, and he said I can smoke it if it's if it's tobacco. He said so. Yeah. And Cassidy's just oh, he's just so lost. He's like a child at this point. Just oh, Emily says I know. 
Uh, I know these things she I don't know about. clearly wants to, yeah, ask him. Yeah, things that would surprise me. She's like, dog, what, what happened? Trust him in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Cassidy's like, I don't want to give it away. Like, he's so timid. Like, yeah, we've seen Cassidy, like, in self-defense, kill, like, ten guys already. If you include the Angels, like, 12 or 14, depending on how many times they died. But, yeah. <laughs> you count the Seraph and, you know. Yeah. Cassidy's one of his things. <laughs> But he's, uh, what was the word? What, was, what did they do to her? Dis, detangle her? Yeah. Dis, disentangle? Or, no, they, um, uh, <laughs> like, not disavowed, uh, disenjointed it. <laughs> yeah. Disligamented? I love it. Um, wait, gosh, and we went over that last time, like a yeah. few times. Looked it up. Maybe it's in my Google search. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, yo, Jesse's a solid dude. She's like, yeah. And she's like, dinner's on, and here we go. It's gonna be the realest dinner of all time. And look at, and the way she's oh, like, look at him in that ketchup, though. Yo, the come on, Cassidy. I like me some ketchup, but you're just like you're that blood wasting. Yeah. Tomatoes. Don't sell me shit and tell me it's gold. Might be stoned, might be high, you know what I'm. He's like, might be stoned, but I'm not high. Plot matters. Okay, so, oh, yeah. Don't start with Lebowski. Travis, what's your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Mm-hmm. No, we're not gonna. Never saw the Lebowski one. Okay. Did we? When we had Danny on, did she talk that... about how much she loved? Uh, how much she loved uh, Big Lebowski? I don't think we got her to talk she... about it too much, but she's a big. She she loves the dude. Um, so my favorite one is probably Fargo. I think that movie is just so good. And uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's Fargo or if it's No Country for Old Men. Or it's True Grit. I love True Grit too. All the movies are so good. I'm okay. Uh, gun to my head, it's gonna go. No Country, Fargo, True Grit. No country's the one we would shoot people with the pressure hose thing. Yes, and because I Fundo. adore, yeah, I adore Woody Harrelson. He's just he's the best thing ever to me. He really is. Uh, love Josh Brolin. Um, was that to but, drink your milkshake one? That was that was that was that too, right? Milkshake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, yeah. So I know all the like pop culture stuff that comes out of the movies. I just don't, I, you know, I don't see them. Yeah. No, um. <laughs> No, True Grit was um. This thing about True Grit was. Is rocking it? No, 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 no. No, what am I thinking about? <laughs> no, it's um. What's what's old school's name? Uh. Will Ferrell. Well, no, Josh Brolin was also in the movie, but he was a bad guy in that movie. Um, Jeff Bridges was the main guy, so he plays Rooster Cogburn, like an old uh, old lawman, and so Matt Damon plays like uh this guy from uh plays a texas ranger named labeef but it's spelled almost like shia labeouf but they pronounce it labeef yeah labeef but he was like really good in that um but he was also tracking Josh bowling because he like killed the senator so they both track him down but it's no it's a it's a very good movie um i saw that like over christmas one year uh but no i'd go no country fargo and then true grit but also good all right but tulip is Oh, she's very nervous about what they're going to say about her food because she, she worked hard. 
and, you know, Emily's chewing on it, and she's like, this is trash. And the way she got her was just like, yeah, it's just so clever, <laughs> you know, underhanded, like, damn, okay, Emily, I'm not this, you know, yeah. super pure, innocent thing. She got a little snap to her. Vanilla like, extract uh, the hash hmm, brown. What's that flavor? Set her up like, yeah. oh, Tulip's like, oh, really? Well, I'll, I'll dive right in, set myself up. I'll tie this string. Uh, oh, yeah, vanilla extract. You got to be careful because, uh, you know, too much is overpowering. Yeah, I know. It's like, geez, Emily, damn. <laughs> and, when she's, and, when she's, and when she does snap and have like a little line, she's just so out of practice and not a person that does that. It's just she has no subtlety. It's like, yep, got you. Mm-hmm. And then Cassidy shouting out like the Coen Brothers movies. And I don't know if, again, I know you don't watch like this stuff, but a lot of this has like similar shots, similar colors. The way the characters are explained is very similar to Coen Brothers movies. That super violent stuff like what you see in True Grit and in Fargo and in uh, No Country. So, yeah, it's, it's a big influence here, I'd say. And Tudor's like, yo, what's your problem? And she's like, you ever say four words? What happened to somebody's cat die? He's like, leave me alone. Jesse's such a jerk this episode. Now he doesn't rot on his mind, sending a kid to hell and all. Cassidy's just kind of sitting back like, yo, I don't really want to, uh, let me get on that. And she said, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And yo, Sheriff pops up. He's sorry I, I was knocking. knocking. <laughs> yep. She's like, even. And he's like, I hate to interrupt your supper, but I was hoping. And he's trying to keep himself composed. And he's and Cassidy the whole time is just he's looking at Jesse like staring at Jesse, yeah. like bruh, bruh. We know what's going on. And he's oh he's so shook. Look at him. Yeah, and it's oh, and it's on fire. Oh boy, I'd have messed up some food in my day, but not like that though. It only took one shot, so it was like a grease fire. All right. He said, "Did you put vanilla extract on the bake sheet?" And she's like, "No." Knowing she did it, is that flammable? Very. <laughs> and Cassie's like, "Oh, nice tip, nice yeah, life hack." <laughs> yeah, right. Now that I know. He, oh man, he's trying to, he's really trying to play Peacemaker so hard. And yo, again, that saved everything because it made the sheriff want to leave. And it's like, when I saw him in church this morning, he said he was coming by to find you. And Emily looks like, everybody kind of stares, and you know, Tulip doesn't know exactly what's going on because she wasn't there. And Jesse's like, nope, I didn't see him. And like, it's the darndest thing. And then Emily says, actually, you did see him. And he's like, I did? Word. She says, yeah, you in the church. I came in. Now, do you think this is her knowing he needs an alibi and yep. giving no, him this one? Is her, being, her being that, that down-ass bitch. This is actually This is, this is not <laughs> even her being down, but also having the deduction and, you know. No, she knows he's just up home. Yep. Like, I'm a, I got you, but we're going to talk about this later. Okay, because I couldn't tell. I was like, she just, did she, 
she like try to set him up, but then go like, oh no, 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 but I saw him. He left. Or was that her plan from the whole, from the jump? You think it was from the jump? No. Nope. I think so too. Yeah. And yeah, yo, Jesse's outside, and he's oh, he's done. I got a bloody nose because you hit me in the face with a fire extinguisher. And he clocked him, too. I thought this was a little, uh, a little much. I think I mean, it's the other way I've around. I've been trying to talk to you, dog. I've been trying to talk to you. You won't have... No. Come on. You can't hit somebody in the face with a fire extinguisher. I mean, you can. That's just beyond the pale. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not saying you can't punch somebody in the face. You just can't hit them in the face with a fire extinguisher. And then when you get hit in the face with a fire extinguisher, all you have is a nice little bloody... Yeah, nose. it was a light like, tap. It was a love tap with the fire extinguisher. And one that just got <laughs> emptied, I guess you could say. Or yeah. Or at least happened. Yeah. Well, you tell them about Atlantic City as they're talking. And he said, you know, we've all made mistakes. <laughs> we all make mistakes, don't we? And he said, all right, come on. You said, what's next? How can I help you? And he's like, yo, well, maybe take a look at the balcony railing. And Jesse's kind of ready to pop back into what's going on. And he said, I mean, what are you going to do about Eugene? Like, you know what I'm talking about, dog. And he looks at him like, well, what can I do? He was ready to just move on and say he never saw that boy again. You just said an innocent kid to be forever poked by piping hot or pitchforks, and like you give a damn, that may be a start. It's like he's not that innocent. You say, you know about Eugene and Tracy Loach? Oh, man. She was like, she, she was the most popular girl in school. Everybody loved her. And yo, what's crazy is, this literally just played out in the real world. Like, like recently. A girl rejected a kid who wanted to go to prom with her, and he killed her. Stabbed her to death in school. Yeah, it's so ugly, man. Yeah, so he couldn't he couldn't take the L. No, put a sh- shot her in the head. I, the top of her head off. Obviously, it blew half explains, her head off. Yeah, it explains the uh, the divot she the big gash she has. But this that kind of makes takes it uh makes me think i mean whether you fell off a thing or got bashed with a something to make your head do that or if it got blown off with a shotgun mm. i think either way your chance of ever being like a normal functioning person ever let alone i mean the idea she was in a coma i mean she just yeah. wouldn't ever wake up so beyond that it's the thought of like why are why are these people hanging? Like, yeah. There's no coming back from that. She's done. And yeah, he said, yo, and he, and he shot himself. Yeah. And failed both times. Like, that's what I took out of it. Like, yeah. Damn it, not only did you not kill her, this? you didn't kill yourself. So right. it's not going away. Yo, they let him go back to school. <laughs> He's in school. Yeah. Yeah, that is a very good Ooh. He's not in any kind of... Uh... And your daddy's the sheriff. How? But yeah, why do you think that's the best course of action? Is the crazy thing. Like you can't. I mean, he's a minor. There are things about it, but still. Ugh. Yeah, and he's like, yo, he's not innocent. And he's like, yo, we need to give that thing back 
to the English boys. And he's like, yo, there's no plan. You lost control. He said, you sent an innocent kid to hell. And Jesse's still like, how can you say there's not a plan? And he's like, angels in heaven and hell, like, you've seen it all. And it does lend credence to what Jesse's saying. Like, clearly there's more at play, but still, I, I'm not riding with him. And he said, if his reason, if his judgment is to send me more than one sinner, lose one lost soul to the fire, like, what can I do? Except stand aside and let that boy cook. Oh, and Cassidy's just, ugh. and then he tells him, he's like, Tulip was right about you. What do you know taking about a... I know what them yams feel like. Oh, he actually says, never mind, guys. He doesn't say I know what them yams feel like. But he tells him, like, what about me? I'm no innocent. Lazy, lying, self-obsessed, drug-abusing, cheating fornicator with a filthy mouth and no ambition. So these are all pretty much the things Jesse said about him when they got drunk. He said, I think your God, if he really exists, is no more than a stocious moppet who smells his own farts. Dang. <laughs> Heavy. Which I thought was a little, as for the world here, hmm. the idea of if he exists. Yeah. Like, no, like, there's a God in this. I mean, if there's a friggin' hell that somebody can literally go to, there's, well, you know, we don't yeah. really assume at this point. But I'm, but, look, but I'm also a vampire, and I'm not supposed to exist. So Right, that's what I'm saying. He's a vampire, so, yeah, this, I mean, we're talking about fictional characters, so, yeah, but, vampires and, you but know, does that mean? But does that mean God's more likely to exist or less likely to exist? In a world in, of vampires? But if in a hundred and however many years, this is as close as he's gotten to say anything like that? I mean, I, you know, wherever he's coming from. But what does he do? He throws the uh, throws the fire extinguisher to Jesse, who's out in the sun. And Cassidy's still in the shade this whole time. He's in the, 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 the shadow of the church steeple. Takes off his jacket, takes off his shirt. Cassidy don't got a muscle to his name. Yeah. He And, and, and you see his face, he's like, like he looks up like I got a man psych, up. Yeah. Himself, uh, instant he goes out there, his back starts but, boiling. But he did not have to go to that mm-hmm. length. Nope. Stick a uh, stick an arm out. Uh, roll your sleeve up and and do your hand and your. Got to know if that's your man's. The point will be made. Got to know if that's your man's. And then, and then Jesse just stood there. Preacher just stood there, bug-eyed, and I mean, understandably yeah. so. He walks he in with the fire extinguisher. He, he puts the fire him. extinguisher in Cassidy's spot where he was sitting, mm-hmm. and goes right back to and eating. Goes back to eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And both. But he's got the obvious blur- broken or bloody nose, mm-hmm. and he's sweaty and just looked up at Tulip, mad, and he's killing that beer. I need it all. And Emily can't even look at him. He's like, "Where'd Cassidy go?" Nope, you're not getting no answers out of me. Julep, Jesse, where's Cassidy? Because she knows that he told her. Or that he told him. And she sees the bloody nose. I mean, she's starting to put things together. You know about him? What he is? She said, Jesus. That's right, you did. She said, you know? I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> My name Bennett, and I ain't in it. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yes, what did you do? Son of a bitch. Yo, her math. Yo, she is upright redneck Christian standards. Your daddy would be proud. Don't you talk about him. What do you know about standards? 
O'Hare. I saw it like, uh, I hate when you throw stuff in people's faces. Faces that's like that one thing. Like, you gotta always come on. Here. Why are you here? She said that's a real good question. Mm. She's not a fan of that at Dick. all. Yeah, you O'Hare. It's rough. Call, you either calling her a hoe or alcoholic. Or both. And yeah, this plate does not look sexy with them hash browns, though. She And Emily, Jesse Custer, whatever's going on, you know, whatever it is, whatever he did, whatever that, whatever that's going on, she's really trying to figure it out. She don't know what to say. Because she can't fathom quite what it might be. She got him regardless. She got his back. Yeah, he can cuss her out. Yeah, she's going to take that L. From the day you came back here, first moment I saw you. And she want to tell him. I just. Yeah, I believed in you. You know what she want to say. Love her some Jesse. Pupils were wide open. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And there's a lot of sunlight, you know, beam, you know, but yeah. that's the opposite of what did you do? <laughs> that's, 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 that's what was weird about the scene. Like, why yeah. is her. Yeah. After like, all that, she tells him to go home, or he tells her to go home, and she popped right out and was gone. Fire yep, and his dad's telling him to wake up. Like, dog, wake up. Get under the bed right now. And he's talking about Cohen brothers. Like, this is this is Kill Bill all day. Where or uh, or and Ishii had to get under the bed while the uh. Wasn't that Tarantino? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as opposed to Cohen brothers. I'm sorry, I should have included that. But, um, yeah, uh, already she had to get under the bed and watch her parents both get killed by whatever mob. And, yo, they're wearing the jumpsuits. Like, I – those have to be the uh, the King Cannon meat and power suits because they're wearing the same color pants. And I wonder if Jesse knows or doesn't know. At this point – no, they're wearing jeans, James. Are they both wearing jeans? Okay. Or at least one of them. Yeah, they are. Really I see it now. Yeah, they knew he was but up the to the tat- It's the tattoo, and I think, I think it's, I think that has to do more with uh, Carlos than. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Meet, meeting, packing people. Yo. Because I mean, just. Well, I mean, Carlos just, is their age, though. Roughly, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like you promised me. Yeah. Yo, they, why they shoot that man in front of his daddy though? Or shoot the man in front of his son. Right. Uh, yeah, that was. Right. That's what right. I don't. In his eyes. Get like, let's hold this lantern up so you see everything. Why oh. would you do that? Again, I'm always asking bad guys, like, why are you, like, 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 I, I'm baffled at the concept that. Why encourage revenge? No, no, no right. Or you're <laughs> a criminal. You're a criminal. Now you're mad at somebody for like saying that guy raped, robbed, murdered, whatever. Yeah. 
Like, fool, now I'm going to get revenge on you. Like, no, 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 no. You did the thing. Yeah. Now this is like the thing that follows that. You as a criminal got to go, I got caught. Like, yeah. sucks for me. No. Why? You're asking way too much of a criminal well, to, to gra- graciously take that L. <laughs> and then we, yeah, and then we come back and Jesse's, you know, frantically tearing up the church floor, like the floorboards, Spot. trying to dig and find Eugene, just in case he literally went down to hell. And he's begging him to come back. Come back! So as it happens... Like, you should have did that like... Tw- yeah, right when it happened. You could have said, psych. Psych, no! Hit him with a, ah, just playing, and have him come right back. But no, so all of a sudden, we get outside, and there's, you know, like a caterpillar bulldoze. Oh, wait a second! Look at that shot! And it's amazing, wow, all the lights on the head. No, 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 no. Later, right before they fade to black. Oh, how they show Danny... With the with uh, in his um, south garb, right before they fade to black, the church. They're walking up to the church. The church is surrounded by a red light, which looks. Yeah, like I did see that. Mm-hmm. Yo, on the bulldozer and King Cannon standing on it. Yo, why do you send that many people to go take the church though? Like, what do you what do you think's coming? Well, I mean, Danny did tell him what's going on, so he I guess he was prepared because he probably knows. I thought Danny had a shook. Donnie had a shook face. Donnie, yeah. Like, like is, is, is it enough of us? Yeah. Because <laughs> he arm still. Yeah, it's he, not a game. And he know, told him. It, he told Ken Cannon. I, I I question how much, how serious uh, Ken Cannon took that though. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean, or is it because maybe is it because he told? That's why, That's why he brought so many people, I think. Spell. No, 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 no. I'm thinking, is that why uh, Ken Cannon's spell, so to speak, kind of seems like maybe it wore off? Mm, could be. You know, because they haven't gone back you to Tell them how long to serve it. Like, it's not like follow your or open your heart, because once you open it, bitch, you're done. Ain't no closing it back up. Um, But, yeah, so it's weird. So this is happening at night. We assume it's the following scene, but then we get to the next, uh, the next preview. And it's the angels outside uh, meeting Jesse. It's Jesse still trying to dig and find Eugene. Well, he's, he's also like shook, like answering the door. Uh, he's answering the church door, like oh, peeking his head out, all scared. And I'm like, okay, so this is after, like, so clearly he fended off that horde of meeting pack. Meat but then, if you look at it, the meeting packing people are outside, and there's like. Seemingly some regular people outside sitting outside in chairs. It's strange. And then he has the big uh, the gun with the scope on it, and they're blowing people up. And yeah, and actually it looks like they're trying to get whatever's in him. Like they're trying to get Genesis out of him. And Genesis is moving around inside of a coffee can. Yeah, and again, this is only episode eight that's coming up. Or episode so this was seven that we just finished? Yeah, this was seven we just saw. So yeah, um, yeah. Again, like they followed up their best episode with something really, really good, even if it was totally different tonally. Uh, yeah, just oh. So so let's talk about this while we're um while we're sitting here, Travis. Um, are you going to be on next week's episode and the episode the week after? Well, the the week after I'll be getting. I think I fly back. Uh. Okay, so we can we can push that back on that on that Monday. Monday. So okay. I'll be yeah. 
So, I mean, uh, next week's episode, you'll be uh, in a cabin off somewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll have full-on full on internet service. I mean, we, Wade's got to do his updates. He's got to do Mitchell Audio. Yeah. Well, that's, that's Friday. We'll be in, in Iowa by then. Yeah. But Mitchell Audio, uh, but the Daily the Keller Hotlines have to be done. i got to do East Coast Cast that Wednesday. Yeah, so we, so there's... I'm not, maybe by Wednesday, we'll be, we might be back at in the city or... Yeah. Back. So camp. one way or another, okay. I just uh, might need to pull out a super secret special but how host. I watch. That's that's the question, because I mean having having internet and being able to stream an episode and finding the episode are all. Yeah, yeah wait, I'm about to torrent this uh, thing on your uh, IP address. About to say a park ranger shows up. <laughs> like, hey, picnic baskets are one thing, but you're not going to steal TV shows. Uh, but yeah, um, so we'll, we'll figure that out, guys. You may hear a different voice. You may hear your same voices next week. Um, but yeah, so we're, we we got all-out warfare next week. We'll have to see where that goes. Um, anything else for the people this week, Travis? No. Um, really good out. Uh, really good episode. Solid start to finish. Better, more than solid. Nice. Thumbs thumbs up. Great follow up to a terrific episode from last week. You follow up a terrific episode with a superbly good episode. That's uh, that's uh, that's awesome. And again, 8, 9, 10, so three more episodes. Um, Let's, uh, for, for, for a nice uh, nice last month of this show. Look, before we forget it, because it's, uh, it, it's, it's a little bit of news I wanted to talk about, so we'll touch on it here at the end. Uh, first thing, this uh, CW Netflix deal. You familiar with that? Um, sort of. They they get they're going to get the Netflix will get the episodes what a week after they air. Yeah, eight eight days after eight days after the final episode of the season, they're going to have the entire season available. Oh, oh 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 oh! Then I took that the wrong way. Never mind. I mean that's good and all. I mean I thought a week after the episode, individual episodes air. Oh uh, no! It'll be after the season. That would have been. Thing. I thought that would have been like. That's Whoa. crazy, yeah. So, no, okay, yeah, I so think, like, yeah, and I think, to me, like, it's always difficult waiting for, like, DVD and Blu-ray sets to come out, because I'm like, I have them all DVR'd, but I'd rather watch them in an easier way. So, technically, you've already got my money, so I think this is a pretty how's, cool thing. How is not having them, how is DVR'ing them not an easy way? Well, because so you when you, you, well, because you have to make room for other things, eventually. Oh, having 22 episodes of Yeah. Yeah, it gets builds up a little bit. So yeah, and I'm already paying a subscription fee for something else, and you've already gotten all your ad money for the first run. So, you know, I'm sure Netflix will pay you an arm and a leg for those episodes. So, works out kind of for everybody. The other thing, somebody's got a costume already. Well, Mo, your man Wally West. Oh, I thought I'm thinking Halloween. No, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Not, well, actually, I do already have a Halloween costume, but we may have to adjust it since a bunch of us may be together for Halloween. We may have to fix that. But um, we no, know so what I'm, uh, yeah, we, we know what I'm, uh, what I'm aiming for. What? Batman. Oh yeah. Remember? I oh yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. Damn. What? Like, what? Jeez. Oh yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but no. Um. So yeah, we uh. Got, we got a Wally West costume. We got a Kid Flash costume, and it's super faithful to the comics. It looks really, really good. Um, quit hating. Um, so no. So again, your your whole nothing's gonna matter. We're gonna get a costume out of it. That won't matter. That won't 
exist by January. Well, guess what? It will have never happened. Guess what? Joe, Joe and them don't really live at that address. That's not actually their house. Um, but no, so I'm excited because I think it looks really cool. And I'm like, ooh, Halloween costume. That could be cool. Because I'm like, yeah, what the, I could be the oh, Flash. you going to ruin it and we're going to have to do a Flash reverse Flash thing then. Get, well, I mean, yeah. Nah, no, <laughs> you get to be, you, you can be oh, Adam Smasher. You get to be, uh, you get to be the police chief. Just put on a suit. But no, you will figure that out. So yeah, cool stuff. Um, again, this has been the South Congress podcast fan by fan show for AMC's Preacher for um episode seven entitled he gone because i don't think he gone works it he gone like uh like the guy and you seen water boy right yeah like uh the super country guy talk when he talk about the alley yeah boom. he gone like movie boom yeah movie boom amazing i saw the episode of king of the hill last night where hank accidentally got or he was drunk and he got bill tattooed on the back of his head and didn't know it for 30 years for 30 years well he got it right before bill went off to the army when they were like just finishing oh, high school they were like drinking and he's going off yep and, and he kept singing the gambler at like a punk rock club and got into a fight it was pretty fantastic but yeah enough about my late night uh tv musings talk more about our primetime tv musings it's been the south congress podcast fan by fan show for amc's preacher um episode seven entitled he gone for travis i am cameron and we're out. Ooh, yeah. And I ain't wrong, breaking. I ain't saying you should say no, I'm saying take it. You got a mask to your high. Open your eyes, see this bass in this fly. I think I'm Malcolm Middle. I think I'm Du Bois. Think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Freud. Think I am the leader. Leader of the people. Goddamn, I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. Oh